Welcome to Morbid Minds, the podcast where me, Lucero Bernal, will be telling you everything you need to know about serial killers. We will dig further in this topic to understand how a murder mind works, the mental illness related to this, and of course, I will be telling you the story of one of the most known in the history of the United States. So to start off, we first need to understand, what is a serial killer? The term serial killer is defined as one who murders three or more victims with cooling off periods between each murder. This sets them apart from mass murders who kill four or more victims at the same time or in a short period of time in the same place. Usually, serial killers tend to work alone. They kill strangers and kill for the sake of killing. Based on numerous studies, it has been stated that There is no specific diagnosis or characteristic or classification that can precisely explain what might actually lead someone to become a serial killer. This can be different for each case. However, serial killers can be classified as act-focused, who kill quickly, or process-focused, who kill slowly. For act-focused killers, killing is simply about the act itself. Now, inside this group, we have two different types, the visionary and the missionary. The visionary murders because he hears voices or has visions that direct him to do so. The missionary murders because he believes that he is meant to get rid of a particular group of people. For the process-focused serial killers, they get enjoyment from torture and the slow death of their victims. And these can include three different types of pleasure, lust, thrill, and gain. With lust, killers derive sexual pleasure from killing. Thrill killers get a kick from it. And gain killers murder because they believe they will profit in some way. Serial killers can also be classified by their organizational and social skills. The majority of identified serial killers are organized, non-social, and very intelligent. It is impressive that there's no way to tell a serial killer simply by his appearance. Most of them look like everyone else. They can be charismatic, articulate, or even attractive. But why though? One of the most studied aspects of serial murder is why. So here we have three possible theories. Childhood neglect and abuse, mental illness, and brain injury. Many serial killers in history were often physically or sexually abused as children or witnessed the abuse of family members. This pattern of neglect and abuse leads them to grow up without a sense of anyone other than themselves. For some people, and I include myself, the only way to explain serial murder is to say that the serial killer are insane. Some serial killers do plead not guilty by reason of insanity, meaning he or she did not understand the morality of right and wrong at the time they killed. But does it actually mean that all of them are mentally ill? Some serial killers have been diagnosed by psychiatrists as psychopaths, which is officially named antisocial personality disorder. And last but not least, brain injury. As a matter of fact, damage to areas like the frontal lobe, 
the hypothalamus and the limbic system can contribute to extreme aggression, loss of control, loss of judgment, and violence. And actually, there is a confirmed case of Henry Lee Lucas, who was convicted of 11 murders, was shown to have extreme brain damage in these areas, probably as a result of childhood abuse, malnutrition, and alcoholism. Well, guys, this was a brief submerge into a serial killer's mind. I will take a brief break, and we will be back with the story of one of the most feared and morbid serial killers of all times. Out for some lays and you face a test. Which tasty chip will be the best? Sour cream and onion, smoky barbecue. Cheddar, sour cream, salt and vinegar too. You sample them all cause the crisp is so good on your lips. Yeah. You left your wallet at home, but now you have a new best friend. The many flavors of Lay's chips. One taste and you're in love. Hello guys, we are back with some more Morbid Minds, and today, I will be talking to you about John Wayne Gacy, the Killer Clown John Gacy was born on March 17, 1942 in Chicago, Illinois. He and his siblings grew up with an alcoholic father who would beat the children and physically assault Gacy's mother as well. Gacy suffered further alienation at school unable to play with other children due to a congenital heart condition that was looked upon by his father as another failing. He later realized he was attracted to men and experienced great turmoil over his sexuality. Gacy worked as a fat food chain manager during the 1960s and became a self-made building contractor and democratic present captain in the Chicago suburbs in the 1970s. Well-liked in his community, Gacy organized cultural gatherings and was active in political organizations and the JC Civic Group. He was married and divorced twice and had two biological children. In 1968, Gacy was convicted of sexually assaulting two teen boys and giving a 10-year prison sentence. However, he was released only two years after due to good behavior. On December 11, 1978, 15-year-old Robert Peast went missing. It was reported to police that the boy was last seen by his mother at a drugstore when he worked before he headed out to meet Gacy to discuss a potential construction job. The killer clown sometimes lured his victims with the promise of construction work or some other ruse, and then captured, sexually assaulted, tortured, and eventually strangled most of them with his hands or with a rope. Ten days later, a police search warrant of Gacy's house in Illinois uncovered evidence of his involvement in numerous crimes, including murder. After a lengthy period of police surveillance and investigation, and the discovery of several trenches filled with human remains in the crawl space beneath his house, Gacy eventually confessed of killing about 30 people. Gacy's trial began on February 6, 1980. Gacy had told police that the murders had been committed by an alternated personality, which was later confirmed by mental health professionals. After a short jury deliberation, Gacy was ultimately found guilty of committing 33 murders and he became known as one of the most ruthless serial killers in the U.S. history. He was sentenced to serve 
12 death sentences, and 21 natural life sentences. Gacy died by lethal injection on May 10th, 1994. And well, this was all for today. I hope you enjoyed, and thanks for listening to Morbid Minds. Thank you.